Hey, you're listening to the Grander Creators Podcast with me, Doug D. Sims. Let's get into the show. Doug Sims live right here with my good friend, Elia Weber, better known as Ella. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> really? No, really. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, had, I just had to, to get that one out because a lot of people mispronounce your name. And I, I just think that's so funny. But, you know, so I just want to ask you a couple of questions about art, because I know you're you're a great and awesome worldwide painter. That is. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead yeah, 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 definitely. So first of all, let me tell the audience a little bit about yourself first. OK, I'm just an artist here living in the city of Grand Rapids, this wonderful gray city. Uh <laughs> gray all the time not a lot of sunshine here in Grand Rapids but yes um just pretty much doing my art thing I am a mom of six um I started as uh doing artwork as a young child didn't realize that I was an artist um I knew I was kind of different um I was considered weird um but uh, I, I felt like I was different I just did not mingle in with the norm and I would just kind of venture off in my own little world and and just um, just be creative in my own mind until 2009 when I was actually able to uh, come out with art um, or come out with it, you know, and I had I was a homeowner at a young age at age 24. And so um, my mom, she decided to, you know, quit her job and help us with our kids. Um, uh, she, so she did a daycare center in my basement and I kind of reconstructed the whole basement and um, I decided to draw on the walls. She wanted some Disney characters, so I did that. And that's when I was like, you know what? Hey, I got a little talent. You know, I, like I said, I knew I had it when I was young, but I did not really discover it until then. And then um, we had a competition here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. It was an art competition called Art Prize. And I decided to submit to that competition and realized that uh, I was accepted um, probably about a half an hour later. Um, and I was the 22nd artist entered into that competition. And with the various uh, critiques from that competition, I was able to continue to grow. And um, here I am now, um, just doing my art thing. I started my art business in 2018, I wanna say. Yeah, 2018, and I'm still doing it now. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm living from home. And you know how the Lord speaks on how our gift would make room for us. My gift has really made a ton of room for me and not only me, but it led to my babies as well. So, yeah, your girl, she's an artist. What else you got, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> so, so with all that information, I'm sure I'll circle back around to some of that. But what, what okay. is it? What is it that you like creating the most? What I like creating the what I like creating the most is not what I create the most. Let's start out with that. Uh, what I like creating the most is sculptures. I'm a sculptor. I mean, I love dipping in clay and then kind of transforming it to the molding and casting it's of silicone and and all of that. But what brings the money um, in right away is is um, portraits um, and murals. Uh, wall murals, indoor, outdoor. So whatever um, people pretty much commission me to do. And then I also do my own little painting um, on the side just to kind of keep inventory going. Um, but yeah, just, so what I like doing is is is, is um, sculpting, but what I do the most is painting. Okay, so now I know you, you mentioned Art Prize and I want to touch on that real quick and then I'll circle back around to some other things. But so okay. in in, in uh, the first art prize. What what year was that in? 
That was in 2009. Okay, so that was in 2009. Mm-hmm. And I know you went through a couple of art prizes. And yes. how, how do you feel about that competition? And, you know, I know you were in top 25 uh, one of those years. Yeah, in 2017. Yep. So I was in the competition five times. Um, and with the competition, you have to, you can't just enter in, right? You have to actually be accepted from one of the venues that are in the city. So um, you have to put in for it. They have to accept it. And then you make a connection. And with the connection is when you're officially in the in the competition okay so it's not just the, oh i submitted it i'm in no it, it they have to want you to okay um but what i really feel about that competition is um we're in the we're in the city of grand rapids and um it's not a lot of culture here and i really felt like it wasn't um really led by uh our strong culture and i really feel like that kind of placed um, a lot of uh, downfall with African-American artists being entered into that competition. OK, so I want to talk about Art Prize real quick one more time. Um, you had you were in the top 25 and you had, you know, you were painting with fire. Can you tell me a little yeah. bit about that uh, process? Yeah, I'll tell you um, about the process. But first, let me mention to you how that came about. Um, so that came about me creating that piece came from a vision and the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night and um, it was like the it was me and my mom in an upstairs apartment and it was like the, the coming of Christ right the return of Christ and so the way that I felt like he was coming back or the vision that I had was it was fireballs hitting my upstairs window like hitting it hard enough to wake us up in the middle of the night. And so it was like time. We felt like it was time. So we had to go downstairs and we left out our apartment. And, you know, I, I can go on and on. I'll get late out. I actually want to write a book on that. So I won't continue with that. But the fire hitting the window kind of let me know, like, um, and we, with him coming back, it was like a return of Christ. And so it was like, get your life together. Make sure you, people around you are getting their life together with Christ, meaning becoming saved and accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Um, in which, yes, I I did years ago, and I'm, I'm still there. Um, but now the creating the actual piece, so basically it was a heaven and hell type thing. And I know we're, most of us are familiar with that. If you're not, look, inbox me, call me, text me, email me, I'll fill <laughs> you in on it. <laughs> but yeah, so back to creating the piece. Um, the piece was made out of fire. I saw, I saw these fireballs in the window, right? So I'm like, okay, well, um, what, Lord, what do I do? I prayed when I woke up, you know, I, I prayed. Um, and I mean, when I was woke and I actually got up, I prayed and, and I was like, you know what? I cannot wait for Michael's craft store to open up because I'm going to see, I'm just going to walk through the store and see what I need to do. So before the store opened up, I'm like, okay, I wonder if I paint with fire. I wonder if somebody ever does that, right? So I Googled painting with fire and I actually saw that uh, it's people that really paint with fire. Hmm. And what they do is they paint with the fire soot. So what you do is you take a candle or you take a match, you light a candle, I should say, because, you know, you got to do that, you know. But you light that candle and at the very tip of that candle, of that fire um, that is lit with that candle, at the very tip um, you'll see black smoke, which is fire soot. And so you have to hold a canvas, like just say you're holding the canvas over your head. 
And the canvas, um, you put that soot underneath that canvas board and you'll start to actually draw with that canvas board. The more you hold it up closer to the canvas, the, the thicker the soot will be. And the more you pull away from the canvas, the thinner will be like a pencil thin. So I was able to draw with the pencil part by pulling it the soot away from the canvas, right? I am not trying to give you too much of my, too many of my tips, uh, Doug <laughs> Sims, because <laughs> that's my creation, you know, but I did explain that to, to thousands and thousands of people during that competition in 2017. But um, it was very interesting to, uh, to know, you know, I burned a couple boards, burned my fingers, uh, got um, what is it uh, when you kind of get real dizzy from looking upside down and you know I, it was that whole thing was it was a huge experience for me um, but yeah that's how I was able to draw with the canvas board is actually fire a candle fire and that canvas board and that's what made it happen and it draw it drew so much attention because it wasn't the actual it wasn't an actual drawing you know it wasn't a painting it was somebody actually painting with fire soot which is it is different and different you know with art especially contemporary art if something is different it's it is it's a winner basically right so so yeah so that that was our prize it with i mean and it was a astounding pieces i mean they they were awesome Thank you. and maybe you should take them somewhere else and hang them up somewhere what do you, yeah. you ever you know put them in, put them in somebody's gallery yeah well actually all of them sold and a lot of the work i do i don't really have a lot of work here at my home and and all of that because it's sold so what i'll have to do is recreate and oh. i hope doug i hope you don't try to steal my idea and go make your own you know what i'm saying because that's what people usually do well <laughs> but I, no i will that's a good idea to keep going with it with that fire set <laughs> yeah. so so let me let me ask you this i, I know that you're becoming a sought after artist from celebrities so mm -hmm. I, I know that you also do another medium, which is uh, sculpting. So yes. you did a sculpture of Benzino down in Atlanta, you know, yes. high, high profile celebrity. How was that experience and, and how did he like that sculpture? Um, that was a, that was an amazing experience. I kind of reached out to him through social media and I did a painting of him and he reached back out like later in the evening and was like, yeah, I want that painting, you know. How can I purchase that painting? So he and I worked out a deal to where, you know, I was selling him the piece and, but he was like, well, can you, I said, I asked him where did he want me to deliver it to? I mean, where did he want me to send it to? And he says, send it to his restaurant. Benzino has a, a crab place. I'm not sure if he still does or not, but um, he had a crab shack, Benzino's Crab Shack in Atlanta, Georgia. And he said, you know what, don't even, he picked up the phone and called me. He asked me for the number, he picked the phone, he called. Cause he, you know, texting, you can only go so far, you know. So he said he wanted to talk. And so he called me and he was like, can you, can you bring it down here? I want to meet you. And I was like, okay, yeah. So, you know, I got my homegirls together, a couple of family members together. And, and we went down to, we flew down to Atlanta, Georgia. And I actually presented him with a sculpture. I surprised him as a thank you for him um, just, you know, a lot of times as artists, you know, we want our, our work known. And a lot of times, a lot of celebrities ignore us, you know, and it's like, here we are taking the time to paint you, you know, to draw you, um, to, to sculpt you and you ignore us. You don't even give us a like on social media. Well, Benzino is not stuck up like that. He was not bougie. He was not acting better. He was very grateful. He was very humble. And he was, he communicated like he was just, you know, normal, like a normal person in which 
you know, all of them are. So um, the attention that I expected from that was far more greater than most artists will expect. And um, a big up to Benzino, you know, I, I thank him. He's just a great person. And he and I are cool now. So um, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of the people that just, you know, just harp after celebrities or anything like that. No, I literally was, look, look at my art. I did this and you put me out there like that, you know, and that's all I really wanted from, from him or them or whoever. But I realized also, Doug, that we are our own um, creation um, or creators, but the Lord created us, but he gave us gifts to be able to utilize and to make money from and to draw people to him through our art. And that's my goal. My goal is not to focus on making sure that the celebrities see my work or, or, or value my worth because they don't have that, that ability to. So um, yeah, big ups to Benzino, put it like that. You're listening to the Grander Creatives Podcast. Okay. And now I know you did some some other things for other celebrities. And if I'm not mistaken, did you do something for Tyler Perry? Yes, I did. So that piece, um, it was in, let me see, it was uh, 2021. Yeah, 2021. So it was just a couple years ago. Um, Melissa L. Williams, she's a celebrity. Uh, her and my daughter are really good friends. And she's actually Ruth from uh, Tyler Perry's uh, show on BET Plus called Ruthless. Okay. Um, so she's Ruth, right? But her name is Melissa L. Williams. And Melissa um, and my daughter, Elysia Tardy, they both reached out to me and wanted to know if I can paint a portrait of Tyler Perry and his mom, um, which his mom passed away years ago. But um, so I'm like, yeah, you know, I wanted, I, my intentions were to paint the painting from home and just send it down there, you know. Um, but what I did was, um, what, what she did was she said she wanted me to do it there and that way we can kind of avoid the whole shipping cost and and all of that so she um flew me look i got flewed out doug i got flewed out <laughs> she she flew me down to atlanta georgia uh downtown and i stayed in a really nice hotel and i went and grabbed all my canvas canvases my supplies and everything i needed and brought it to the hotel and i had two days two and a half days, I should say, to create this piece. So when I got off the plane that evening, I had two days to get this painting to him and get back on a flight to go back home. And, um, but it turned out great. It's a, a, a painting of him and his mom. Um, when he was younger, I kind of blended his face, a newer version of Tyler, plus his painting of his mom. So uh, the image that you'll see is not um, just Tyler. Um, as an older guy is is him him being younger and older so I kind of blended the two that way people because when he was younger he don't look like Tyler Perry you know mm -hmm. so and with the painting it's even more it's, it's even harder to really pull out that actual person without somebody saying who is this right so I wanted to make sure I brought an older Tyler and a younger Tyler just so people can recognize who he is but also have his mom um, on that portrait right next to him so it was great I was not able to get to Tyler Perry Studios at that time um, was not able to actually meet Melissa in person um because I had to get back on my flight. So I had to ask um, my ex-husband to drop the painting off. Because, um, you know, you got to 
he lives down there, but it's people you trust, right? You don't want everybody in your business, especially meeting celebrities and all that. So he had the opportunity to go to go and meet Melissa, and he had the opportunity to go into Tyler Perry's studio and, and do my <laughs> part that I really, really was so excited to fly down there to do. So, wow. but it was kind of good. He was excited about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So with with all your 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 skill sets, you know, uh, you do painting, you do oil painting, canvas painting, you do sculpting you do um all sorts of things you, you do the little marble things on canvas i'm not sure which what do you call that you know the painting the swirlies and then you put that that clear coat on top of it um i'm trying to understand where you saw my marble thing uh, so when you when you paint on canvas and then you put that clear mm-hmm. that clear coat what's that oh that's that's liquid glass okay so um, you put liquid glass and you create artworks like that where people can hang yes. in their homes and in their oh office. yeah 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 so mm-hmm. my, my 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 question is where do you draw your inspiration from with with all these talents is there a certain anything that draws you in uh mm-hmm. for inspiration prayer I start out with prayer. I do not touch an art piece without praying for it or praying over it first. Because I know that, uh, first of all, I thank the Lord every time for um, him giving me the gift of art and to be able to utilize my artwork and touch other people's pieces. And, and as a matter of fact, no, nobody has any artwork of mine that was not touched and prayed over and anointed. So if you have a peace of mind, your house is anointed, trust me. But anyway, so I start out with prayer and um, I ask the Lord to guide me, the Holy Spirit to lead me and to show me what, what he wants out of this for them, for me and for whoever else views the peace. So I just kind of let him guide my hands from there. Um, it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of um, money that I spent and wasted over the years through the trial and error, but um, I've developed a, a steady uh, a steady talent or a steady uh, skill that, you know, kind of to where people can recognize is Elia's work. So the, the artwork that you're talking about with the rocks and, and all of that, those are like the the um, pouring pieces or the landscape pieces and and the pieces that you can really put in your house without it actually being a face. And I don't just I don't just put you know I don't just use paint with that. I use pouring medium. I use rocks. I use stones. Doug, I use cereal. I use beans. I use any kind of mixed media uh, mediums that I can possibly be creative with. And I I don't know. Okay, I can never do the same piece twice. Of course, we all know that. And I don't know what I'm going to use. I don't actually just go to the store and say, hey, I'm going to use this for today. No, I just look around the house and I'll see what I got. Okay. And if I need more, I'll use that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it comes, it's just, it's so fun. It's, it's really fun being an artist. So. Okay. So now with, with painting portraits, how mm-hmm. important is it to have quality reference images? Oh, Great question, especially for you, Mr. Photographer slash DJ slash whatever else you do. Um, it's, it's super, it's super, 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 super important because with me, um, I'm, my work is very detailed. Um, you can you can be an artist, you know, but you have to have those details. You can't just have one layer and say, I painted this piece. You can't just paint one layer. You have to have like five, six layers of paint that takes days and weeks to do, right? Um, or hours of drying before you can add another layer. And so with the quality, 
you can't say I want a portrait and give me a low quality painting. I mean, give me a low quality picture. I have to have a high quality picture, uh, painting. I'm sorry, picture. I get it confused. I'm so sorry. But I have to have a high quality picture in order to create a high quality painting, right? And meaning the pixels, the dots, all of the little fine wrinkles, the details, the more of that that I have, the better the painting will be, right? So people will be like, oh, that's a really nice painting. Well, it was a really nice picture. So that's where it started out at, right? Um, I, everybody don't have the same wrinkles. Everybody doesn't have the same creases in their faces. So I need to know what your person, whoever image you sent me, I need to know. And so I asked for more than one image, but back to you, Doug, um, with you being a high quality photographer, a celebrity photographer, you know how important it is to make sure that image is on point, you know, with every dot, every mole, every dent, whatever you find in that picture, we as artists need to see that. So you can't do self, don't send me no cell phone picture. Don't send me a selfie. If you want a good, if you want a really good um, portrait done, please go see a photographer. Go see Doug Sims. Go see Doug Sims. <laughs> but please see a professional photographer so you can have a nice professional portrait. Okay, so we're almost on this on this in the same because you're uh, uh, photo professional photographers are artists too. I want I'm not gonna say all photographers, but professional photographers are artists as well because it's it's all creating. They have to create. They have to get on the computer. They have to do all this other stuff to even make your image pop. You know, um, so high quality photo will give you a high quality portrait, painted portrait. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is Ilya Ami, and you're listening to the Grander Creatives Podcast. So with, with you doing all of this creating day by day by day, when do you find time and what do you do on your downtime? Eat. eat. I eat. I eat. <laughs> I eat a whole bunch of food. I eat. I eat. I eat. Me and my friends will go out. Uh, Doug, you already know. Uh, we'll go and we'll eat. And that's my that's that's my fun. You know, I used to dance and try to get a little step in here and there. Um, but, you know, I found that, you know, it's, it's OK to take a break from stepping sometimes. Eat some food, man. Eating is enjoyable. Right. So we want to make sure that we're taking a break. But when I'm taking my break, I'm eating. I'm listening to music as I paint. So I can't say I'm just, you know, it's good to go sit and listen to music. No, I'm doing that while I'm painting. If I'm, I can be on the phone gossiping and painting. I can be, you know, do, as long as I'm painting with it, I'm cool. But when I take a break, when I get time to enjoy myself and and get out there, you know, me and my guy, we'll go eat or, you know, me and my friends, we'll go eat. And and yeah, so eating food, food, food and, and followed, followed by dessert, Doug. I'm not leaving that table without <laughs> eating some dessert, some sugar. The full meal. Huh? Yes, yes. So with with all that you've done and accomplished, what is next for you? Um, what's next for me? Uh, only the Lord can really tell me what's next for me. What I feel is next for me. Um, I feel it's getting more involved into um, upgrading myself, giving myself a raise, you know, putting myself out there just a little more, expanding my, um, my LLC business um, outside of Grand Rapids. Um, reaching more to the uh, Afrocentric communities, um, but also, you know, um, trying to have the ability to help teach kids um, more. I had a couple students before that I was just kind of working with one on one. Um, 
But now I want to reach out to, you know, a few more. I want to actually take one month and I'm going to start with my little cousin, um, Mackenzie. Um, I want to I want to start with with building up um, students. So starting January 2024, it will be every each month. It will be one child underneath my wing, um, just kind of expanding their artwork so they can say, hey, you know, I learned from I, I learned from the best, Elia, you know, no. um, but I want I want them to, to to know what I know, because, you know, we, when we when we pass away and we don't know when that is, but you want to be I want to be a legend. You know what I'm saying? I don't just have this skill and this gift to not really show other people. You know, I'll show my children. My children, they're so tired of me, Doug. Um, <laughs> but, you know, my kids, are, they, they're tired of art. You know, they're like, they, their whole life was a mommy's art, you know, and, and they want to do their own. Even though I have some that are great artists, um, especially my daughter, Alicia. She's amazing. Um, so her and I kind of work together. She's actually my, my, my business partner. Um, but yeah, so I'm just, my, my goal is to really be able to have a student underneath my wings one at a time, maybe two at a time. Um, but I'm gonna start with my little cousin first and then grow from, grow from there and just get to keep expanding, keep, uh, my, my part-time job, I work for United Airlines and I really, um, I fly around the world for free, man. It's so amazing, you know? Just putting in my little 20 hours a week, but being able to fly around the world just from putting in these 20 hours a week, you know? Um, so just being able to go to other cities, being able to be around more culture. I, I just came back from New York, um, Brooklyn and New York and um, the Bronx and Queens and all of that with a couple coworkers. And I saw so much that we do not see here. The culture over there is, is unbelievable. And I saw different works of art and I'm like, you know what, my artwork needs to be in this museum and my artwork needs to be here at this, you know, at this gallery and just different little things that this is where my artwork, I was feeling like this is where my artwork belongs, you know. Right. Um, not saying it don't belong here. Pretty much, Doug, to answer your question, <laughs> wherever that airplane <laughs> takes me, that's what I'm going to be doing next, right? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So so let, let me let me touch on what you, you, you say that you went to New York and I know that you visited the... Uh, the museum out there that where yeah. they had the jay-z exhibit oh can that was so awesome can you touch on that for a minute i'm gonna start out by saying that I, that's gonna be me one day i'm gonna start out by saying it's 2020 this is december 2023 that's going to be me one day but yeah so it was amazing um just walking in um it was called the book of hold um in which, you know, I'm not going to touch on that too much. That was kind of, I didn't like that part too much because, you know, if you know what the Book of Hove is, I'm mean, being a Christian, you know, it's just, it's just different from what I was raised. But I was still able to enjoy Jay-Z's exhibit. I was able to see all of the different things that he's done. You know, Jay-Z did some artwork. You know, of course, they'd say a lot of artists, rappers and singers are artists. They are. Um, but they also tap into art, too. Painting, drawing, different little things like that. Um, but I saw some sculptures that he did, some drawings he did. Um, I saw um, more than just his rap. I saw where he started all that. They had videos up in there. Um, they had rooms. Um, it was all lit up and it was all very vibrant. Um, it was at the, the Brooklyn Library. Um, and it, the exhibit is actually over now, which is horrible because it was really nice. But yeah, it was just, I saw so much. I saw... Um, I didn't know that he played the drums. I didn't know. Um, 
I just didn't know all the stuff that he did. It was just completely amazing to see his whole life in that one little building. Mm. Um, not little building, just a big building, but right. in that one space, his whole life confined. And it started out outside with this flashing TV. It was like a block. It was a cube with different screens of what Jay-Z has done on the screen. So if you didn't make it inside with the crowd, you were still able to watch from outside and see some of the stuff okay. from outside. The building itself, like, we were, like, way down the street, and I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, well, where is this place at? Where is this place at? Well, we look at this white building. It's the Brooklyn um, Library with writing all over it. So he had his manuscript all over written written all over this building like it was like a newspaper print mm. on the outside of the building it was so dope Doug it was so so creative and so unique okay I okay. mean from from start to finish yeah right, right. so um, and that, that's an awesome experience I wish I could have uh, went there but you know maybe I'll catch it somewhere else maybe who knows mm-hmm. at a different time or what have you. But, you know, you mm-hmm. you being a, a well-known and recognized artist in the city of Grand Rapids, you also um, instruct kids at the Children's Museum. How yes. Did you, how did that oh, come that's, about? That's my fun. That's, that's my fun. I love my babies. You know, I'm a mom of six, so babies is just my life. You know, I drove the school bus for 20 years. And so kids, I'm just always surrounded with kids, you know. Um, but... That came about, I did, um, I had an art gallery, you know, over off Division, uh, which is no longer, I should say no, I shouldn't say no longer, it's not right now. Um, and I won a, um, I won a, uh, an award um, from the Urban League. And from that winning, that award, um, Grand Rapids Children's Museum, the director, Maggie Lancaster, she's such a sweetheart. I love her, by the way. Um, very supportive, very down for the Black culture, by the way. She does a lot with, She, matter of fact, she focuses on making sure African-Americans are up in that children's museum, by the way. She reaches out on the norm. You know, I'm able to use her for references or whatever I do. Maggie Lancaster from the Grand Rapids Children's Museum is amazing. But anyway, so she reached out and was like, I didn't even know anything about you. Then she saw that I did a mural down in the East Franklin Eastern District um, for the 49507 project or for the diatribe. And and so she was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you did this and I didn't know you did that. So that's when she finally discovered who I was and was like, you know, I got to get you into this children's museum. And then she found out like, oh my gosh, you teach, you, 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 um, you work for Head, the Head Start program, so you have a ton of experience with children. I'm like, absolutely. So she was she tried me out a couple years ago for Black History Month. And from then on, she's like, we got to get you in here for each one of our programs. So she started getting me in. I was able to go in and teach the kids, and they were so amazed. She actually had the people that actually run the whole um, the funding for the Grand Children Museum and all of the the, whole, the board, she had all of them come down to my piece um, and it was so amazing because they were hyping me up so much but she didn't know that I had a huge following, right? Uh-huh. And so um, when she said, okay, well we want to put you on social media, can we share? Can you share? And her staff had me share my work and I did and so when I came down to the Children's Museum to do that very first one they said that was the most people that has ever entered the children's museum that day. Really? Um, and so they like, oh, we got to get you back down here again. <laughs> so like every time, you know, she always calls and they always be like, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? You know, so um, 
in which you know I'm too grateful for that. So she, so I was able to do that. And then one year she was like, "Hey, can you do a mural inside the museum?" So um, I showed her what I was gonna do. So they like, we want to put you and your work on the main floor, right? So if you enter into the children's museum, I have this this animal wall, um, and it's just really vibrant and just full of life. Uh, it look like it's like the animals are gonna really pop out, like the safari is gonna pop out at you. Um, but me and my daughter, Alicia Tardy, we, um, the artist, we created uh, this mural for the children with the children. So it was a couple sessions we had where the kids actually came in and painted the mural with us. Um, so it was an interactive piece. Um, and the, the kind of like I had got the giraffe head sticking out, so it was a three, it's three D as well. So it's not just a flat two D wall; it's a three D painting with the giraffe head sticking higher than the actual um, wall that's up there. That the giraffe head is t- touching the ceiling when the whole, hmm. the whole the rest of the mural is yeah, kind of lower. So it's it's pretty it's pretty dope. You got to get there to see it to know what I'm talking about. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's pretty interesting right there. So yeah, that's yeah. A, that's uh, some great information for the people right there. Now I know. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of uh, people out there that want to get into art or that are just starting or out rather. Yes. Are there any inspiring words that you may have for a new artist? Yes. Um, I will start out by saying if you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, pray. But if you're a Christian, pray. Pray over your everyday. Pray over your everything. Pray over everything you do, every move you make. And that's not just with art, but just pray pray for guidance you know sometimes we go day to day we're working for you know a, a business and we're working for this company and this company but you know we, we actually a whole a whole company within our own selves because we were given a gift each one of us was given a gift you may not be an artist you may be a you may be a, a construction worker you may be a director you may be a singer you may be a cop whatever it is that you are whatever gift that you have just know that it did not come from you it's a gift from the lord we all were created by god and so he gave us all a gift and if you really want to tap into your gift you really want to to really pull it out of yourself pray pray and ask the lord to direct you to lead you to guide you through it as you do it you know one piece may one of my art pieces may be just jacked up you know and i prayed over it right but it may be jacked up well hey do it over the holy spirit said do this one over do it like this you know what i'm saying so you you gotta he leads me he guides me and i'm not just saying that i'm serious you know he really does he guides my every move i've made mistakes over the years and didn't realize that i was not asking him to leave me i wasn't i mean daily you know the you know the prayer um our our father prayer yes i mean that is so important daily daily because it, it dies and covers you daily so anyway i'm not gonna go too far because i told you i wasn't <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> i'm not gonna go too far but prayer is my answer to your question all right all right well we i want to thank you so much for joining the podcast this was a wealth yes. of information and I'm looking forward to your next projects that you have coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Where can the people find you on social media? Um, I am on Facebook. Um, Elia Ami, which is my middle name. It's E apostrophe L-L-A. Middle name is A-I-M-E-E. It's kind of spelled like Amy, but it's pronounced Ami. Um, that's on Facebook. Instagram, I am I am E. I am Ella Weber. You know Ella that you said in the beginning, Doug? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, most people call me Ella. 
which is not my name, but um, I am Ella Weber on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok, just pulling my name, Elia Weber, because um, I don't know my Instagram, as you can see. <laughs> it might be under my maiden name, Luster, Ella Luster. Uh, but um, let's see, TikTok, it's so many of them now, Doug. I don't really deal with Snapchat too much right now. I just use it for filters, you know, Okay. which Doug Sims don't like that. Yeah, no, no um, filters. No filters. Okay. Um, but yeah, just so I pretty much roll with Instagram and Facebook at the time. But you can reach me through my email, ella.luster at att.net. That's Ella, E-L-L-A dot L-U-S-T-E-R at att.net. Um, I can't give out my phone number because I'm not doing that. Um, but I'm also a messenger. So just message me. Um, but I also want to thank everybody that has purchased artwork from me, that has supported and patronized my art business. I really appreciate you all you know just hang on to those pieces um art really doesn't have all the value until that person is no longer here um so thank you for believing in me and believing in who i am believing in what i do and thank you for to for continuing to support um, me and my gift from god and yes you have a piece of my work in your home, but you have an anointed piece. So if you're ever down, if you ever are going through anything, just know that that piece in your in your house makes a huge uh, makes a huge difference. Um, so thank you, Doug. Thank you for interviewing me. I appreciate you. I know I talk too much. Thanks so much, Doug. I appreciate you, friend. All right. Take care.